0: And welcome to a new edition of the award-winning Talking About Cars, where it's all about everybody has a car story. Even celebrities and car personalities. I'm Randy Cardoon. Thanks for joining us. And this week we get to meet two of the key personalities from the History Channel show, Counting Cars. That would be Horny Mike and Kevin Mack. Now, just so we're clear, this is a PG show. Horny Mike is named that because he has a tendency to wear horns on his motorcycle helmet. His hats, occasionally his head, even has a school bus that has horns on it as a vehicle. For Kevin, he is the operations manager of Count's Customs. That's Danny Coker's garage. Danny, of course, the star of the show that's been a hit since 2012. I caught up with Mike and Kevin at the celebrity stage at the Classic Auto Show in downtown Los Angeles. So let's get into it. Without further ado, let's bring him out. Grab a seat. There's a microphone right there on the seat. Uh, the microphone or the chair? Uh, the chair, I like this, Isn't this a cool chair? These are all right. These are really nice, and apparently there's some sort of, uh, adjustable something here. Of course, you broke it already. All right. Does that happen a lot, Kevin, on, uh, the show, uh, Horny Mike Breaks Things?
1: Every day, all day. It's, (laughs) it's non-stop. He's, he's always in timeout. But I
2: know how to fix them. That's the most important thing.
0: Uh, let's, let's start at the beginning, because I love talking about how you guys got your car influences. For, let's start with you, Horny Mike. Um, first car you saw that kind of made you go, at a young age, who owned it, what's the background on it? And then you looked at it and said, oh my gosh, that is so cool.
2: Well, my uncle owns a 63 Galaxy 500 convertible incredibly beefed up i mean it's 500 cubic inch motor i mean you know it starts and it's just a grumble fest um and i used to beg him to take me for a ride in it and he was like no because every time i take it out i break it
0: (laughs) so so it's a family trait yeah so it
2: just sits there all the time (laughs) um they still tell me to this day um that they're gonna give it to me for you know an inheritance
0: they still have it
2: yeah, no, he, oh, he's got two more. He loves his galaxies, loves his galaxies, but still says he's going to give it to me. And I I can, I can lie every once in a while, I'm like, <laughs> check on the pulse. How's your heart rate, bro? <laughs> you doing good? <laughs> I like that. Well, and strangely enough, um, actually, I don't know if you know, Kev, but this year, actually, at the, after the car show season, he's going to drop it off. He wants a new paint job. So I was like, "You absolutely can put another forty, fifty thousand dollars into this thing, and then, well, that'll." Does really he die think you're
1: anymore. painting it, Mike? No, no, oh, he okay. just he <laughs> wants. I just I just want paint. you to be honest with the customer because <laughs> you won't have anything to do with it.
0: <laughs> I'm sensing a little negativity here, Kevin. No, what, no, no, no. And I mean this in the nicest TV well, reality movie yeah. script kind of way. <laughs>
1: Mike, I, I tell you, yeah. it, here's the thing: is that if it doesn't have any airbrushing, he's not involved. So, <laughs> well, that, th- that's something he does really and well. If it's, and if it's his uncle, as you said, it's your uncle's car. Hey, I told him he doesn't get a discount. Okay,
2: really? I let, him, right. I let him know. I was like, hey, I'm sorry, man. That's not the way it works. Danny still got to pay his bills. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And, and
1: it's and it's coming out of Count's Customs. It's got to be perfect. So, you know, we're yeah, not going to we're not going to just. Do a half a job for Mike. No, we're gonna do a great job because you gotta remember, it's for my uncle,
2: and this is God, the way Mike God, works. God willing, he doesn't die soon, but I'll get it when that might happen. We're well, not you know. waiting or anything, okay. are we? No, I'm just okay, saying. Okay, this I'm just But just see, Mike, Mike, Mike
1: might tell him fifty grand, and it's twenty-five grand, Hold and Michael pocket the other twenty-five <laughs> grand. You see how Mike works? <laughs> that's that's what I'm dealing with here. Uh. Kevin, first car you saw when you were growing up that you saw and just went, oh, my gosh. Man, I'll tell you what it was. It was my dad's 76 Chevy Blazer, 454 in it. Uh, Man, I love that truck. That truck. And it it was funny because my dad was, you know, kind of a business guy. Wore a suit and tie every day. And he brought that home. And I thought, man, what the hell is he doing with that? Because – he had the big you know, it was all jacked up and everything and you know, in those days it was cool. Everybody that yeah, I know you guys are gonna laugh, but used to snow ski, not bored. <laughs> we used to go on these ski trips and everybody had a blazer. He's old, or, is what he was saying. Yeah. Or or a Bronco. And and it and it and that's when C B radios were huge, right? So the mid seventies. Stop and, telling uh, yourself. <laughs> the good old days. Sorry. The seventies. Who misses the '70s, man? I tell you what, best decade ever. Disco, we will, yeah. We will never have enough. Forget that. Even even the disc. I mean, the best rock and roll. Come on. That's true, man. That's true. Zeppelin. Come on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get better than that. 1970s. We'll just. I'm sad. I'm tearing up. Hold on a minute. <laughs>
0: Where would Sirius XM be if it wasn't for the '70s?
1: I, I tell you, man. It's. I don't know what it, you old people are talking we, about. We <laughs> we 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 miss it, and you can tell by a lot of older cars. Everybody's got that. A lot, most of these cars are '70s vibes, so mm-hmm. it's all good, bro. Wow. good.
0: the cars you have in your garage right now, what is it?
1: Well, um, that's I yours. Kind of have a small garage, but
0: <laughs> one car, two cars, a
1: couple of wagons, and the trash cans. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. No, okay. So yeah, a couple car, yeah, an old truck, a Cadillac, a couple of newer cars. What I call Easter eggs.
0: You are because, so
1: totally because you, here's the thing, okay? We got a Mercedes. Hey, when you're oh. in the car, when you're in the car business, when you're in, the, okay, y- your family and your friends don't stop calling you, and everybody wants their car fixed, and I don't care if it's you know. A friend that I haven't talked to in ten years, they, they, they need a new—they need a couple new hoses and a belt and a battery. I don't do that. I mean, it's like you know, and and so it, it's and then you get family doing the same thing and 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 you know, I, I had to go out and I I got my folks a couple of new cars because um, I didn't want them calling me anymore <laughs> to work on the old cars, so I made sure they have warranties so they can go to the dealership. And when the car doesn't start or they hear a noise or something's vibrating, I don't have to deal with it. They go there. So, th- Kevin, th- you're so totally burying the lead. <laughs> this is what
0: they call burying the lead in journalism. It's called, you mentioned a Cadillac. What kind of Cadillac do you got, Kev?
1: Yeah, Kev. Well, that would be a Sedan DeVille. It's Keep got going. Four doors, 69, 69. Yeah. Yeah. Great 69. year. Fantastic year. By you the just way. paint job. Um, great paint job. Yeah. Who did it? Ryan, our Count's customs painter. <laughs> Mike. Mike didn't touch it. Just so you know, Mike didn't touch it. So it <laughs> but is. But he pristine. wanted to. No, nah, it's baby blue. Baby blue and white, baby. <laughs> You don't touch. It's got, baby got a lot blue? of pearl in nah, it, No, no, nah, I, I don't care. Oh, I just, okay.
2: Uh, you know, it, it, it scallops and stuff like that, in graphics and pinstriping. And listen, that's what Ryan's good at. E- even when I look at Ryan's graphics, sometimes I'm like, dude, that's not gonna look good. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just that's just just bull line and a. Yeah, I was like, it's not gonna look good. Mm-hmm. And then he finishes and he pinstripes it and we clear it and I'm like, I hate you because <laughs> I. Cause it just some of some of some of the things he come up with, it just doesn't look like it makes sense. Uh-huh. And bam, it always does. I hate him because he shows me up all the time. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there's no getting around it. He really ticks me off sometimes.
0: <laughs> all right. So people who have watched the show, they know you have some interesting cars as well. What are they?
2: Well, I have a 1955 school bus with monstrous six-foot horns on it. It's a full RV. It's even got a pooper. I mean, <laughs> thanks I don't, for sharing. <clears throat> Well, you know, scary. I mean, it's no, important like to know. It's it's full circle. It's got a shower. I a would poker, say restroom. Restroom.
0: I think that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's got bathroom. a restroom, latrine. Yeah, but it's kind of <laughs> not because you had to lift the seat up facilities, to strap that up to the use office, the uh, facilities. Library. Yeah. Either way,
2: yeah. other than that, um, I got I got a laboratory. I, yeah. I mean, shut there's, up, there's, Kevin. It's my
1: turn. <laughs> 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 a lot of terms
2: okay i I got got a 2017 uh challenger scat back shaker oh and i love it um i got i got a corvette that i ignorantly bought a 69 427 big block corvette with um flared fenders and probably paid too much and i don't want to hear anything about it because uh probably paid too much and i still have it tell (laughs) them about the paint job mike It looks... Well, it's really old. I mean, that's all. Uh (laughs) All First of all, it's got 38,000 original miles on it. Well, that's nice. It would be nice if it was stock. But it's got so many body mods Uh. that it kind of, you know, ruins the value. Danny's like, dude, I'll I'll buy the motor. (laughs) Yeah, then I'm going to have a car with no motor. I mean, no. no, That doesn't make any sense. No. Um, Let's see. I also got a... Well, I, I, I bought a Woody, and mostly because I wanted to say... I'm Horny Mike, and I have, and a, I woody. have a woody.
0: woody. <laughs> but I'm bummed. <laughs> I mean, like it or not. Two shows nightly, folks. He'll
2: that, be here all weekend.
0: <laughs> that is why I bought it, though. Yeah. What kind, I, of, what kind of woody is it?
2: It, it, it? Some guy made it in his garage. So, it's so you have no
0: idea what kind of car it, it is.
2: It wasn't a kind of car. It was, it was a frame that they got off a of Model T and, and built a body. So it's 100% wood body. But here's the bad part. Okay it's a piece of
0: okay. firewood
2: like it, firewood. It, it should be firewood firewood but there's too firewood. much metal in there Well, the frame
0: <laughs> but at least you have the ability now to run that line every oh day. no no
2: I'm, a, I'm gonna
0: i'm gonna rebuild it okay. we
2: have the technology we can build it bigger <laughs> and better and we are going to we are gonna build the biggest baddest woody you've ever seen and is it
0: gonna be on the show
1: oh yeah all right lord help us it's 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 the horns I'm scared of. Okay. Could, could you imagine what the horns are going to be on a woody? I you mean, know what? Would I'm they a- be wooden? No, no. I've oh. already decided. I'm not putting horns on
2: the woody. What? Because. What? Well, I want to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, well, at this point, I'm just trying to get my money back. So well, I'm going to build a bigger, better car that looks great so somebody wants to buy it. If I put horns on it, it's going to limit my, my market.
0: Maybe you put in temporary horns. You could unscrew them. <sighs> See, you could un- you it, haven't, do, do it with Velcro. You haven't
2: watched the show. This sounds like a lot more work. See, I'm going for less work,
0: more product. <laughs> okay. So I have asked you a question about your Challenger because this has come up a lot today, is the fact that when they brought out the Hellcat, the demon basically made the Hellcat kind of like your usual average grocery getter car.
2: I, 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 all right, this is
0: the way I thought of it. Okay.
2: Um, so y- you're correct. When, when, when the Hellcat came out, it made my car like a little... like a little.
0: <laughs> I didn't quite put it that way, but okay, I'll go with that.
2: Well, then, but then, then, then the demon came out yeah. and made the Hellcat a little... <laughs> So, thank you know, God the there are no children complete. in the audience. The circle's audience. complete.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Parents, thank you for Facebook leaving your kids live? at home.
0: That's, eh, that's okay. The interview, That's, you can that's say not actually a thing. swear word. This no. is R-rated. That's, this that's is
2: wrong with the world
0: today. Too much PC. Well, okay, so you're right, though, because your car, compared to the Hellcat, not as good. Now, I went and bought an RT Shaker, not a 392, so I believe I'm probably oh, just so a little... Oh, my bull- car makes yeah. yours a little... B- I was thinking more of like a six-cylinder duster, but yeah, 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 okay. And anybody here have a six-cylinder Hellcat, I'm all over you, okay? And what's next? Do you expect anybody to ever come up with a car more than 804 horsepower?
2: No, well, yes. I mean, just because they're going to, you know, the companies now at this point are going to start challenging each other, basically. That's what the Challenger did. It challenged the rest of the companies. Come up with something bigger. Something better. Stock. <laughs> can you see yourself driving one of those? Uh, every day. Can, can you see the amount of tires that I would go through? I, I, did you, every day.
0: Did you ask me that question, too? Was that, uh, was that a question for me as well? Uh, he intercepted it and ran it all the way back for his score and spiked the ball. But, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> go ahead. I'm a sports guy. I can use that from time yeah, to time. I like
1: that. Yeah, uh, I do? am, too. And, and I only drive things that are low and slow. So, you're not going to catch me. All right. I'll put it this way. I'm
2: on my – I got 12,000 miles on my scat pack. I'm on my poor set of tires. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's also rotating the tires.
0: Oh, that, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, you guys live in Las Vegas, and I have to ask this non-car question, but are you guys Raiders fans? And what do you think of them moving to the NFL to uh, Las Vegas? I, I think it's going to be great for business.
2: Money, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, other than that, uh, I'm not a sports fan. I miss my man jeans when it came to sports. I don't care what it is. Uh-huh. But I'll go there and drink and have a good time. You would fit in at a Raiders game.
1: Oh, well, good. Then I'm hanging Wouldn't out. He? Wouldn't he fit in at a Raiders well, yeah, game? I already got my, already got my I, black and silver on. I, th- I thought I'd been at one all day with him. <laughs> but, you know, the the, <laughs> the thing is with the Raiders, the cool thing is, yeah, if you're not, there, what is the saying in Vegas now? If you weren't a Raiders fan, you so, soon will be, right? So, it I mean, raises how, could your you housing support, value? how could you not support your hometown team? You kind of have to. But you will all be happy to know that I am a Rams fan from way back. Because he likes the horns. You know, it was. Uh, Are you, you know, from
0: here originally? I, or? I,
1: I was born in Las Vegas, but. Um, well, my whole family is from the Pasadena, Monrovia area. But oh, okay. the the interesting thing is, is though I was a Rams fan when they had this quarterback, and there's probably only two people here that remember Roman Gabriel. Oh, three. Three, three, four. yeah. Oh, right over there, we got another one. Oh, another In one. Fact, over Roman's there. right over there, as a matter man, of fact. Man, that's when there I used go. to watch him. Right there. I don't know. Roman who he's Gabriel, about. man. Yeah. He, he number would, eighteen. I tell you, man. That that those were the days. But anyway. Uh, jack snow and, and, and i'm still gonna be around and the fact they came back here man it was awesome and i love that they're back and you know they got that new stadium they're building it's going to be awesome and uh but I, I i guess when i'm in vegas i'm kind of got to root for the raiders in front of all my friends and family but when i'm out of town man, except I'm for when the rams, rams come fan. down
0: yeah okay i got it That's i mean I'll, I'll
1: root for them will you i, I mean I'm, I'm not gonna care who wins
2: but i'll root for them hell i'll root for whoever's winning That's what I'm going to bet on. I'm going to bet on the guy that's winning.
0: (laughs) If you guys have any questions for these guys, raise your hand. Let me know. I'll come down. Okay. I'll come down.
1: So we have have children now in the audience. So my children in the
2: audience, Mike, I got to get, I got to tell you. No, no, that's my buddy twin. He's all good. (laughs) He, he, he speaks way worse than I do.
0: There's a young (laughs) child down here. So be nice. Do you have a question to ask? Or did your dad have a question to ask? Oh, no, it's right there. We got a you oh, missed you the Oh, you got both got a question. Well, let me run over here. Go ahead. I think he missed the row. Go road. ahead.
2: How much are you going to charge my daddy for
0: a
1: go kart like you got?
0: How much is uh, are you going to charge him for a go kart like you have? Well, it's a, well, uh, we're going to have to talk about that in private. Oh. You know, uh, that's
2: that's a that's a whole new world of hurting you don't even want to know about. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of bodywork involved in that in that trike, a- to, and
1: it's just a toy. And you have to get a tetanus shot before you work on it.
2: <laughs> because it's got a lot of strange cow horns on it, and they rub their horns on strange things.
1: This is why. Well, or Mike, I'm so sorry Mike's for that visual. <laughs> <them>. <laughs> I, I tell you, I went and got, I, I hung out with him for three days, and I went and got tetanus shot,
0: and, and I got
1: checked for crabs, just to make sure. We went to a crab
2: joint, that's all.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. Thanks, thanks for sharing on that one. And thanks for setting the record straight.
2: Go ahead.
1: All
0: right, I had a question. Uh, is there horns on the vet?
2: And also a second question. How come you didn't bring Mike for Mike, uh, your little body double that rides the trike? Wait. Oh, you're talking about little, little mini Mike? Well, mini Mike's broken because I don't know electronics that well. And uh, every time I fix him, he keeps burning out. <laughs> What was the first one?
1: What was the How first? About one? horns on your.
2: Oh, does the, the Corvette? No, no, because um, well, again, I want to sell it, so uh, I think it's a bad idea to brand it out with my stuff because someone's gonna look at me and say, "How much
1: is that gonna cost me to get it off?"
0: Velcro. <laughs> I'm just saying Velcro.
1: Velcro. You, you know, you know, and that's that that that's funny, but you still haven't told them what color the car is. It's, it's, well, it's, it's multiple got a very, colors. it's got a very rainbow vibe to it. Let's just say that. No, it, doesn't need horns. it doesn't need doesn't horns. Need horns it, it is an
0: attention hog. <laughs> okay. How many, how many different sets of horns do you have? And how do you, in the morning when you get ready to come to shows like this, how do you know which one to bring? Well, it depends on what shirt I'm wearing.
2: What's going to match the bandana? What's the, what horns are going to match the shirt? It's got to be, you know, a full set. Can't come in here with red horns and a white bandana and a a green shirt, it's going to look like Christmas time. Yeah, true, True, very true. (laughs) I got about 10,000 sets of horns, just so you know. 10,000. I'm not even kidding. I parked my Challenger in the middle of a bunch of boxes to the ceiling.
0: You are the Imelda Marcos of horns. And and, and he's having a hell of a sale on them if anybody's interested. (laughs) HornyMike.com, HornyMike.com, uh,
2: HornyMike.com.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, go ahead.
0: What got you into doing horns and how long you've been doing it?
2: You know what it was? Um, do you ever see the stick-on mohawks? Uh, like, 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 you know, the guys on motorcycles, they got a stick-on mohawk. I was like, wait a minute. If, 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 if somebody will suction cup a mohawk to their helmet, why wouldn't they double stick tape a horn on and, and the only reason I thought of it is because I, I, I'd done a custom helmet for myself that had weird, crazy horns on it, and everybody wanted one. But I, was, I was like, you guys have no idea how much this weighs and how much is this gonna cost you? And nobody understood, you know, this is gonna cost you three, four grand for a horny helmet. And I was like, you know what, what if I could, I had so many people ask me, I was like, what if I could come up with a product, I could send them home with it, they can stick it on their own damn helmet, and I don't have to do it. Once again, work smarter, not harder. <laughs> so I came up with it, and I mean it, it's slowly working. Like I say, I still got ten thousand of them, so that sucks. Did, Did I mention
1: end? they're on sale? Always, <laughs> they're on sale.
2: So, so what they really are, though, is they're stick-on horns for helmets. You put double stick tape on the bottom of them, you stick them on your helmet, and bam, you're
0: horny. No. He's gotta draw the line somewhere for heaven's sakes, really. <laughs> Give him some more respect. The man's got two horns on his head. <laughs> I see. I see. Okay. Don't mess with the bull. Tell us a little bit about the show. The show, of
2: course, uh, where could we see it? Well, you can actually see it on your T V as well, on the History Channel. Um we're we're not we're not sure the time schedule actually at this uh, point because they, they, they really we're we're
1: we're in transition. So we're not sure,
2: is it, gonna, is it still going to be the same yeah, day? Yeah, no,
1: everything's the same. It's it's History Channel, I, I believe, Tuesday nights. Uh, we're just waiting on a date right now from the network. We're building new shows as we speak, so we're in production. Uh, they're they're talking June, July, maybe, new shows. Uh, we have a, a, a whole bunch of them in the can, but they're changing the format. So you used to see a half-hour show. Now you're going to see an hour show, and they're going to show more process. So, longer show, more process, uh, which is fantastic. It shows the artists and the, and the mechanics a little yeah, bit me more. That means you're stuck seeing me more. Yeah. You might, like, you might have like to look it at one, Mike. I in there doing this. He, don't, everything's sanding. Don't, don't let him fool you. He hasn't sanded in the last six years. <laughs> but he, he has a process. process. <laughs> he just tells people what to sand.
0: He has a process. Well, the fun part about the show is when Danny's running around, looking around the city streets of Vegas for cars. The fact that he can find a car. Hey. How long has the show been on now? Uh,
1: six, years. six years. It'll be,
0: it'll be six years in, in August. And most, if not all, of the cars, am I correct to say, that come from Danny driving around saying, hey, what's that in the driveway? Hey, a, pulling a, over a some a person that majority. didn't know and
1: yeah. It's a dry climate, you know. And here's the thing is, um, you know, Vegas is spread out a little bit. So you, you do get some bigger homes with some bigger yards. And. The, you know, people leave their stuff in, in, in the driveway and uh, outside the garage because, you know, it's a dry climate. Nothing rusts there. So you, you might have to replace some, some rubber, window rubber, but, you know, in the interior, but, you know. You always got a place for rubbers. Says Horny Mike.
0: Says Horny Mike. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, here we got a question here.
1: Go ahead. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Mike. Hey Mike, I was just wondering what your uh, like background. Have you always um, just done painting cuz you admitted that you don't know like a whole lot about cars. Well, but well, I mean just what <clears throat> I was just curious how you came about doing that or if it was just just about painting. Where is it? What is your background?
2: I really started out airbrushing t-shirts for t-shirts and license plates in South Carolina. That's where I learned my airbrushing, my main airbrushing. Um but you can only paint so many shirts that say Jack and Sally with hearts, and you know, you know, Las Vegas forever before you you want to kill yourself a little bit. <laughs> so I, I needed to get out of it. I wanted to get into the cars and stuff like that. So I, I went and got a job at a body shop, um, and you know, I was, honestly, worked for eight bucks an hour. I mean, this is a minute ago now, but worked for eight bucks an hour just so that I could learn the process. But once I learned the process, and I catch on quick, I really only got to watch you do what you're doing a couple times before I get it. Um, so I caught on real quick, and then I started, well, basically hustling my, uh, hustling my boss for more money. I was like, Ah, no, no, you were painting cars one color when I got here. Now you're doing flame jobs and graphics and airbrush and murals. I was like, you're coming out some more money. And, and I remember him saying, he was like, because I started showing up late. He said, Mike, what are you doing? I was like, eh. I'm the only airbrusher here, so I'll get here when I feel like it. And it was only because he kept promising me more money and never came, never came up with it. So I finally just started being just real bad at showing up. And he was like, you know, everybody's replaceable. And I said, yes, I do understand that. I should start looking for a new boss. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was talented when I walked in the door. I'm talented when I'm leaving, baby. So, <laughs> And I ain't gonna, I, he regrets it. I still talk to him to this day. He's a great friend.
0: He's a bad boss. Danny is amazing. How did, but, you, how did you guys get together with Danny?
1: Well, <clears throat>
0: I knew Danny well, we're from... we're not
1: together. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, we're, On the show. Yeah. Oh. On the show. So, uh, most, you know, everything that we do, we keep it real. So, we, we uh, you know, car people know, too, when you see a car and you see seeing it be restored and the different process it goes through and everything like that. So, uh, but anyway, long story short, I met Danny many years ago before... The show and every when I say everything's real, it's we had we had all all our businesses before the television show. Has the television show helped? Yes, of course. Um, But we we were riding motorcycles, having a good old time, and he at the time him and his father collected cars, and uh, we were riding motorcycles and doing different stuff to our bikes. And Danny and his father got a warehouse to to store their cars because they had just bought some more cars and didn't have enough room, so they moved. And then Danny decided to start working on motorcycles and make a business of it. Um, it was tough getting anything painted in town. It was tough, let's just say you wanted a bike, you want to put a different front end and you wanted to rake out the bike and repaint it and weld the neck or do whatever. There wasn't anybody really in town doing that kind of stuff. So he started doing it, and then one thing led to another, and he started doing the bike thing and, and had done the, the biker build-off series and, and some different things like that. But, uh, yeah, I I just uh, one day came to him, and he said he was looking for a manager because things started getting a little crazy around there. And I said, you know what, I'm tired of uh, doing what I'm doing. And I came over there, and that was about 12 years ago. And then uh, we found this guy. You know, like he says, he was on Fremont Street doing T-shirts and, you know, doing all that. And he'd come around and ask if we needed any help time to time. And he'd wear these big furry jackets. And it was really funny, it could be 110 degrees in Vegas and he's wearing a big furry jacket. And so we knew he, he had a screw loose or he was a couple of sandwiches shy of a picnic. And uh we decided to give him a shot and I'll tell you what, he he blew our minds. I mean, he didn't talk a lot uh what he could do. But you know you know what's amazing is before we even had him airbrushing, we had him doing stuff. Danny has this bar or restaurant called Vamp in Las Vegas and Ryan and Mike did all the artwork inside there. And Mike started building things out of wood and doing all kinds of crazy molds and things other than, you know, airbrushing. He was doing all these different things that artists do. And I'll tell you, he's a true artist. He's he can he can woodwork, he can do molds, he can do 3D printing, he can do it all. And uh I just played dumb. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, he he's he's he socially he's dumb as a box of rocks, but let me tell you something, man, you get a, an airbrush in his hand or something artistic, he is amazing. He's he's a true artist, and you know, artists are like cats. You know, they just kind of wander, and you got to kind of just point them, and point them in the right direction. So, every time we got him in the right direction, he veers off, so we have to keep him in the right direction. That's the hardest part with him, but... It, they always want to do something different and, and one-up themselves from the last project. But it's great to see because a project gets done and it's never good enough for him. Uh, he wants to do go bigger and better, which is great because then people get to see his work at the end. And, and it's it's really awesome. But you know, at Counts Customs, it's a team. We always go, it's not just one person, it's a team. And so we all are part of that team and he's a vital part of it. So, uh, and, and every day I... I, I I, I kneel to the artists because they make my job a lot easier. They are so good; they they really are. And I will tell you what, even Shannon, who builds motorcycles, don't let that guy fool you for a second. He's a true artist, man. That guy can build some stuff, so it, it's pretty amazing.
0: Tell us a his, little. His
2: personality sucks, but other than that, <laughs> he's great.
0: So I don't know if I know you well enough to call you by your first name. Well, horny. Um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about how you got caught up with Danny.
2: Well, you know, I, I wouldn't stop stopping by, honestly. I'm, I'm, you, you, how, how Danny has described it many of times in front of lots of people is that uh, at one point he fed me some cheese and then the rat wouldn't go away and kept coming back. But, no, I mean, I, you know I, know, I know that Danny's a Danny's, Danny's guy that he wants to do things. I can see that he is a guy looking to do some crazy things, and, and that always inspired me. I wanted to be around him. So I almost aggravatingly enough just wouldn't go away. I wouldn't have any reason to be there quite often, just literally stop by to stop by, see what's going on. I wanted to be in the mix of things, mm-hmm. um, and, and Danny was the guy to know. And then, and then actually, I mean, when I first, like, truly started being around there was when we did VAMPED. We did Vamped and then Danny's tattoo shop that's in the Rio, um, and, and, and I just, and I, and I built a bunch of crazy stuff for the simple fact Danny wasn't paying me for it. I didn't want him to. He said he needed a new table built for um, the inside of the tattoo shop. I was like, what can I do? He goes, well, I just want a regular table. I was like, ah, come on. Don't, don't be like that, you know. Let's, let's, let's do a table. You know, and he goes, listen, I'll pay for the supplies. But he goes, Mike, I really only want, you know, I only want to spend this much for a table. I was like, fine, leave it at that. But I'm going to build you a table as long as you pay for the supply. <laughs> so it was, it was a sunken guitar. The guitar literally looked like it, it was sat on the top and then it sunken, And then it was all, you know, it was all fiberglass and had weird shapes all over it and crazy colors. And I mean, it, it was nutty. Basically, if I was to build it for somebody, I mean, it would have probably been a $10,000 table. But I didn't care because I wanted to show the count what I was made of. I was like, I realized that um, my strange personality comes off harsh sometimes or weird. So it, hey, don't, no. don't, don't you dare. Just, just,
1: to, <laughs> just to women and children, that's all.
2: <laughs> Hide. So, so I was like, you know what? I, I, I'm going to let my work show it you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do everything. So I literally just kept showing up with stuff that I thought would look good or be cool, and I'd build it on my own time, my own money, my own, and I'd be like, wait, thing, you. you, He's like, I don't know why you did it, but that's awesome, that's good. good. So, you know, I had to earn my job,
1: believe me, I earned my job. (laughs) That's very Uh, good. He, 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 if you ever get a chance to come to Las Vegas and if you tour any of our businesses, uh, whether it's the Counts Customs and which we have a tour set up there, and uh the tattoo shop obviously you're you know feel free to go over and take a tour of that and the restaurant and uh we don't care if you buy anything or not you don't have to but it's all free tours so you can just walk in there and check out the artwork
0: and the restaurant is where
1: it's in it's on the west side of town uh, in las vegas okay everything's you know within a couple mile radius of each other but what's great about it is the vibe that you see at all three places all match and it's music it's motorcycles, it's hot rods. And velvet. <laughs> a lot of Dan, purple velvet. Danny L- likes, likes his purple cheetah. velvet. Cheetah and purple velvet. He it loves just, it. You know, if you're a girl and you're wearing, you know, cheetah shoes or purple shoes, he's going to tell you how nice your shoes are. Just saying. he's, he's that. He, he just has a, 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 an interesting, you know, color mix. And, and, but it all goes together and it looks fantastic, but it's uh, what we call pimpire. And on that
0: note, Kevin Mack, Horny Mike, Counts Customs, you can see it on History Channel. Let's have a nice round of applause for the guys. Thank you. Now, Thanks. they're going to be going over and doing some autographs so you could say hello to them, shake their hands, and keep your distance from that. And uh, Thank you very much for coming by. Now, coming up at the top of the hour, Dave Kuntz will be joining us along with... Uh, Wayne Carini, they're going to talk about uh, the Also both card. wicked at what they do. Yeah. yeah.
2: Amazing at what they do. Hey, just so you know, we, we, we don't sit around and judge other shows. We watch them and go, hey, you got to give it to those guys. They're yeah. doing it. Absolutely.
1: I mean, everybody does a great job, and you see it. You see it out here. I mean, you, 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 you know, Candy Cane Lane, come on. <laughs> you know? 1970s baby candy cane lane, man, I could just live right there <laughs> but I, I'm it, it, these guys are the, whoever's building and painting, and I mean it, it is It's a lot of the, pe- the guys that are here to say hi and everything, but man, they're doing a hell of a job, and there are a lot of great great builders and great artists out there, and we we appreciate every single one of them, so absolutely yep, yep.
0: all right, thanks for coming by top of the hour, Dave Coons, and uh, we're going to be talking about. Bullet vehicles uh, Can, can from the I movie. streak the stage when he's on? Uh, probably. All right. All right. <laughs> Horny Mike. Kevin Mack from the History TV show Counting Cars. Hey, thanks for listening, and please share our show on social media. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you're on iTunes, help the podcast grow by leaving a comment, and don't forget to rate us. Uh, Five stars would be kind of nice. And, of course, don't forget, you could also catch us on various sites. Our website is TalkingAboutCars.net. Until next time, I'm Randy Cardoon. Join me as we have some fun talking about cars.